0: No matter where you are or what you're doing, nothing stops you in your tracks than a theme song you grew up with. You're now listening to Catchy, a theme song podcast with Shelby, Trina, and Addie. Each week, one of us will pick a song we will present to the rest of the host to share the fun facts, the lyrics, play games, and more. Today's crypt band leader is all 3 of us. So, the crypt kicker 3. Woo! Yay. So <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be a really fun one and I think, you know, who should start the humming off? Should I go ahead and try it? Give it a try. You who wants to do the harmonizing humming? Maybe you start, Addy. Okay, I'll I'll try my best. Um, I'm gonna take it from like more of the course end because the way it starts, it's very it's a very wordy song. And I don't think that would be a fun part to start humming along. Let's give it a try. Bop, bup. bup.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly what that is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I okay, can let me try. See. Okay, Are go you-
0: bum bum bum
2: bum. Do 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 do. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Bum, bum, bum.
0: That was pretty
1: <laughs>
0: <Okay>. <laughs> If you couldn't figure it out already, this theme song is The Monster Mash. We wish we can play these theme songs, but that requires cash. So for now, we created a Spotify playlist, making it easy for you to hear these songs that we share on this show. Click that link and follow the playlist. Let's get into the song in the history of Monster Mash.
2: All right, so the Monster Mash history. This song was recorded in May 1962 and released August 25th, 1962. It is sung by Bobby Boris Pickett and the Crypt Keepers. It was co-written by Bobby and Lenny Capizzi. And Lenny Capizzi was his bandmate at the time. Um, they were in a band called The Cordials. And originally, Bobby Pickett came to California to become an actor. After uh, a few months being in in California, he decided to get an agent, but he actually died two weeks after getting that agent. He had died of a heart attack. <laughs> yeah. So one night, while they were singing at a one of their gigs, The Cordials, that is, They sang this song called Little Darlings by the Diamonds. And there was a monologue or a part where he impersonated Boris Karloff. During that part, the audience loved it so much that his bandmate Lenny thought, hey, man, let's do a novelty record. So that's where Monster Mash came about. Now, they wrote Monster Mash. It took about an hour. After writing it, they tried to shop it. Um, It was rejected by four major labels before it got signed. It was produced by Gary Paxton and before and he actually was the one, Gary used his own label GarPAx to, I guess produce the song and you know send it to the major whatever, radio stations or whatever. Uh, some of the foley art, that the sound effects that you hear in the song, uh, like the sound of the coffin was a rusty nail being pulled out of a board. The sound of the cauldron bubbling was water being bubbled through a straw and then the chains rattling or chains being dropped on the tile floor.
0: Oh, that's so cool.
2: Yeah, so they really did like the the Foley art for it.
1: You mean it wasn't really a coffin being <laughs> <You
0: know? laughs> opened? If if only, if only. Real monsters coming out.
2: <laughs> now, as far as acting ca- career goes, he wasn't into, he really didn't make it big. He's mostly known for this and what I liked in reading some of the interviews that he did, he really embraced this role and being the creator of Monster Mash. But some of his acting credits included, you know, kind of roles on like Petticoat Junction, Beverly Hillbillies. He was a corpse on Bonanza. And um, he did like novelty type movies like Lobster Man from Mars. And there was actually a movie in 1995. It's called the Monster Mash movie. I think it was also called like Frankenstein Sings or something. But Candace Cameron, who plays DJ on Full House, is actually in that movie. So that's all I got for history.
1: I've never even heard of that movie.
2: No, I didn't. I haven't either. And then there's actually a there's a trailer on YouTube, which is pretty funny. And you know what it reminded me of? A lot of like Rocky Horror Picture Show. It was like almost a spoof of that kind of. I could see that. Oh, uh, one more thing. The song hit the Billboard chart top 100 three times. So 1962 it reached number one a week before Halloween. I think it was two weeks actually. And for two weeks, it was number one in 1962. And then it hit number 99 in August of 1970. And then in May of 1973, it hit number 10.
0: It's pretty amazing. I'm thinking about other songs that are so such a hit during a season. So you have like Mariah Carey. And something that's very similar in some of their history behind each song is it seems like it takes less than an hour to write a hit song to last for. The ages and Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas took less than 20 minutes to write just the lyrics and get the sound on paper. And they already knew how that song would play out. And you're now saying that Monster Mash took about an hour to write. And it's still years later. Like this was written in the 60s, you said? Yeah,
2: 1962.
0: 62. And it's still a huge hit. Yeah, I
2: think in one of his interviews too, he was telling the guy that it took uh, whoever was interviewing him. He was telling him, "Yeah, it took less than an hour." And the guy was like, "Most great songs take less than an hour to write." So when I heard that, I was like, "Wow." Bobby was also a big uh, horror movie of the of the John like time uh, fan. So he looked he loved Dracula and um, Frankenstein. And I believe in one interview he said that he grew up in a movie theater because his dad either owned it or ran it and he saw all these horror movies for free so he was a big fan of all that
1: No, it's almost like when the when the juices are flowing on those songs or when you're thinking about it you might as well just keep going
0: yeah we need somebody to write a hit song for us (laughs) let's just try to write something in 20 minutes and see what happens (laughs) okay now let's get into the lyrics
2: let's do it ready But wait, before you do it, are you going to do it in in the Boreless Karloff voice?
0: I'll try my best to say. (laughs) I don't know how. Uh, We'll see. I don't know. I'm trying to get like his voice in. I'll try to channel him in for a little bit. Uh, Let's say. I was working in the lab late one night. I can't say. I can't do the accent.
2: <laughs> I was working in the lab late one night. Really I can't good. do it. I don't know if that's good either. You could cut that.
0: That was late.
1: pretty good. Was that it? was good,
0: Yeah. So I'll read the lyrics straight because I don't have the accent down or the character. So I'll just read it straight through. Feel free to hum along, sing along if you wish. I was working in the lab late one night when my eyes beheld a weary sight. For my monster from his slab began to rise, and suddenly, to my surprise, he did the mash. He did the monster mash. He did the mash. It was a graveyard smash. He did the mash. It caught on in a flash. He did the mash. He did the monster mash. That first part there was the course. From my laboratory in the castle east to the master bedroom where the vampires feast, The ghouls all came from their humble abodes to get a jolt from my electrodes the zombies were having fun the party had just begun the guest included wolfman dracula and his son the scene was rocking all were digging the sounds igor on the change backed by his baying hounds the coffin bangers were about to arrive with their vocal group the crypt kicker five out from his coffin Drax's voice did ring. Seems he was troubled by just one thing. He opened the lid and shook his fist and said, "'Whatever happened to my Transylvania twist?' It's now the mash. It's now the monster mash. The monster mash. It was a graveyard smash. It's now the mash. It caught odd in a flash. It's now the mash. It's now the monster mash. Now everything's cool. Drax a part of the band and my monster mash is a hit of the land for you the living this smash was meant to where you get to my door tell them boris sent you then you can mash then you can monster mash the monster mash and do my graveyard smash then you can mash you'll catch on in a flash then you can mash then you can monster mash mash good easy igor you impeded Impetuous young boy, mash could, er. <laughs> <laughs> Wah, wah
1: I was I wanted to do that.
2: <laughs> I did wanted to chime in and go wah,
1: wah,
0: woo. I didn't want, want to throw them. you off. <laughs> talk about the longest lyrics of a song ever. That is very long. It's very
2: wordy.
1: It's telling. And a they say mash a lot. They say mash all monster. It gets you can be like a tongue twister.
0: Yeah, I was hoping that I didn't have to keep saying the course, but then he slightly changes it towards yeah. the end and then he changes it one more time towards the end. So I have to keep saying the course and just it's slightly different form.
2: I like the Transylvania twist, but because at the time it was the type of dances, right? The, the mashed potato and the twist. So I think he kind of did a play on that with uh, Monster Mash.
0: I like how he shortens Dracula's name to Drac. He's like a cool kid now. He's in the band. (laughs) It's it's His old pal.
1: Old pal Drackey.
0: So in the second verse, they say "Wau tennis shoe to help match the song. Songs like theme and melodies hit. And I was even asking, I was like, did you just hear a tennis shoe? And they say it three times in that second verse. And the,
2: back, the background singers did confirm that. They, and they didn't have any idea why they said that. <laughs> yeah, they were just, just go with it, yeah.
1: That is so strange. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> Talking about ghouls and monsters and then tennis shoe.
0: Let's head into the fun facts.
1: Yeah, all right, fun fact time. I have a handful of them, actually, seven, seven fun facts. I went into some deep, dark holes of the internet. <laughs> looking at some of these but it was pretty entertaining. I was just on a roll one night. The first one that I found, the the British Broadcasting Company had it banned the record or the song rather from airplay in 1962 on the grounds that the song was too morbid, quote unquote. And it wasn't until 1973, so 11 years later, that the song even made it to any charts in the UK and the highest rank that it got to was number three in the UK.
0: That's not fair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Missed out for 11 years. <laughs> <laughs> they definitely did.
1: Fun fact number two. <laughs> there was... So there were other monster songs that I was not aware of. I don't know if you anyone else has heard them that were written by Boris and Lenny. I want to say Boris. I know his name is Bobby Pickett. or yeah. I just think Boris is a really... <laughs> cool name and I I just want a cat named Boris for some reason but (laughs) anyway (laughs) there were other monster songs written by the same people there was a Christmas holiday version of the song and the monster rap so the monster's holiday you've probably never heard it I didn't until I was researching this but it was the Christmas themed follow-up for from this song And it sounds very similar to the Monster Mash, but there are some jingle bells put in there and the lyrics are about monsters wanting to rob Santa's sleigh. (laughs) And then there was the Monster Rap, which was released way later in 1985. And this one, this song was super catchy. I just listened to it. And it was kind of describing the, the scientist's annoyance at being unable to teach the dancing monsters and how to talk. So he then solved the problem when he taught the monster monsters to rap instead. So instead of teaching him how to talk, he's just going to teach them how to rap speak. (laughs) I think
0: rapping is better than speaking. I agree.
1: (laughs) Number three, the, the monster mash was not licensed for film and TV until 27 years after its initial release in 1989. Wow. And Trina kind of touched on this a little bit earlier. But the dance, the Monster Mash, was very much inspired by the mashed potato dance craze in the 1960s era. And what they wanted to do was kind of create a dance craze that was similar to the mashed potato. Boris and the Crip Kickers were super bold, and they kind of riffed off the the mashed potato name and dance moves, copying the exact same footwork. But they stiffen the arms and hand movements to add a little (laughs) Frankenstein monster effect a little Frankenstein dancing and I kind of like <laughs> sitting here trying to do it. It's really hard. It's not, can't, you can't bend the arm. So it's not like the robot. It's just very, very awkward. This next one is my favorite fact that I found and you got to be ready for this one. Cause it is, it can be a little, a little weird, a little wild. This song, the monster mash. I found that it may actually be a song about an entirely different song called the monster mash. So how this all came about was in some guy in 2017, was probably messing around on the internet and looked on Twitter and posted on Twitter, guys, I'm here to red pill you all. You've never heard the actual Monster Mash. You've just heard a record about the Monster Mash. So the Monster Mash may actually just be a song about a guy who sees and hears monsters performing and dancing to a song called the monster mash but not necessarily the song the monster mash itself so the actual song could be entirely different it's like a song about a song but not the actual <laughs> song you know makes so much sense. <laughs> crazy
0: meta stuff yeah. going on there <laughs> <laughs>
1: like phew, my mind just is like
0: it makes sense though arm right arm now arm. that you mention all of that it's like yeah he's talking about a monster mash right i know and i went back
1: to like read the lyrics again watch the videos and i'm like yeah he actually this is something that he he's not talking about or they're not doing the monster match it could be the song about the song i don't know wild and this is kind of piggybacks on that but there's nothing in the song that that suggests that this took place around halloween you know aside from the actual monsters it doesn't mention halloween at all it's just very monstery so people associated it with halloween And the last fact I have, our friend Casey Kasem comes up again. He's at it again. (laughs) He actually accidentally reported that the song broke records in 1973. On an episode of American Top 40, what Casey Kasem did, he messed up and claimed that the MASH had surpassed all-time record by remaining on the Hot 100 for 40 weeks. And his math ended up being wrong when a fan called in to correct him (laughs) <laughs> the song had only been on the chart for 37 weeks, which is still pretty admirable. 37 weeks, a long time. The song then after that, the song vanished from the charts after his slip up. So we kind of cursed the the record of the monster match.
0: Killed it. Good job, Casey. Oh, man.
1: <laughs> I know they're monsters. Should have knocked on
0: wood all, or something. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I like how you said that, uh, or you found that nothing in this song suggests that it took place around Halloween which I could see why that could be true, because it was released in August and not in October. It just became number one in October towards Halloween Mm -hmm. because it was about monsters,
0: probably. Mm -hmm. We should play it during New Year's, (laughs) (laughs) Easter.
2: It's so ingrained to be Halloween, though, don't you think? Like When you think of Halloween, this is the song.
0: It's not Halloween unless Monster Mash is playing somewhere. It's true. It was on
1: any playlist i think i listened to as a kid even any party it was on
0: my mom used to use it as a way of putting us in check (laughs) (laughs) it'd be playing on the radio she's like here you know the sound effects towards the end she's like see the the wolf is going to come and eat you if you don't do what i say (laughs) five years old (laughs) i'll make you do the
1: monster mash
0: watch out quick question before we get into game time which i think is part of a game question Would you do the monster mash at the drop of a dime or the thriller dance? Oh.
1: Ooh. Ooh. Uh, I want to say thriller. Yeah, I got to say thriller.
0: Me too. (laughs) (laughs) We could just all do our thriller dance, you know, at least that fits better than the monster mash as a one man band type thing. (laughs) Are we ready for game time? Yes. All right. We have a couple questions to kick off game time. Um, let's just start off with some simple ones first. Maybe not so gamey, but I think it's fun considering the theme and the holidays that we're in now. Halloween being a theme or a holiday. Wait, I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Rewind. Yeah, what are you going to be this Halloween? Who wants to kick this off?
2: Shelby, go. Shall we?
0: Yeah, I am. Um... So I don't know if I'm necessarily
1: going to dress up, but if I were, I might stick to the themes that we've, we've, some themes that we've talked about. Kind of want to be a werewolf (laughs) for Halloween. That's fitting. Get get some of that makeup, that, that, uh, whatever that is. That's yeah. Some really detailed makeup. Get a big hairy wig. You know,
2: my go-to is always to paint my face as a skeleton. But I was thinking, because like, I got a red hooded sweater, maybe Coco, you got a guitar right there, so
0: it's oh, a nice man. one.
2: But then I was like, oh, well, what else could I be? And then a whole bunch of other things came to mind, but it's probably more intricate than a skeleton, so I'll just leave it at that.
0: Yeah. How about you? I, I still have short hair, and I think last time I did short hair, I was the the little kid from Up. Oh <laughs> you just carry balloons around, right? It was the a good backpack, the handkerchief. It was good. Everything.
2: It was a good costume.
0: That's awesome. So I think this year I'll be Super Mario. Ah, oh, that's a good Ooh. one. That's a the good one. Hat. Uh Trina, you
1: said the hood arena, you know, red, you said a red hood or red hoodie or whatever. It made me think of also Elliot from E.T. Oh <laughs> you totally. Got a bike.
0: Yeah. That could be a cool one too. Now this next question. We want to go to pretend land, and maybe you don't need to go to pretend land for this one, but you really want to surprise trick-or-treaters this year, and money is not a factor. What treat or present are you giving out to all the (laughs) trick-or-treaters that end up at your door?
2: Oh, Mm -hmm. man. All right, I'll go first. So I think they're going to have to earn this treat. So (laughs) they are going to have a choice of having this bag of, you know, the big candy, like Not the little candies, the big one, like the big Reese's, the big m ms So a bag of that or choose to walk through this maze and go through this little haunted maze. And at the end, you get a PS5.
0: Wow. Wow.
2: So pick one, a big bag, I mean, a a bag of candy, like legit candy, or go through this maze and get a PS5.
0: You got to take your gamble. I got to make them work. That is really cool and <laughs> way more exciting than what I was thinking about. Sounds like a scientist uh, like test, like <laughs> who's willing to hold off on their instant <laughs> gratification of candy for something greater.
2: Exactly.
0: Mad scientist.
2: I was going to say the kicker is they don't know what's at the end, so they got to chance it.
1: Ooh, that's scary. It is. It could be. It could be something.
2: It could be more candy. It could be nothing. It could be nothing. It could be a lump of coal from Santa. <laughs> a certificate <laughs> yeah. printed. A certificate. a certificate. You pass. You're so brave. You did it. Yeah. <laughs> At a photo booth.
1: I had a couple. Th- I mean, this one is. I mean, I have a couple things that I was thinking of, and I mean, just given the times, I was like, I don't know, maybe. Initially, some hand sanitizer or face masks, maybe <laughs> some Lysol. <laughs> that <laughs> is very spray on the kids. Yeah,
2: then, no, so that's practical. practical. Yeah.
1: But I also had an idea, and this, the parents will thank me for this one. I was just thinking how you'd always just get so much candy on Halloween, you eat it, and then you'd be like wired or not really be able to sleep because you're eating all this candy. My, my thought was to get some kind of candy for the kids that was delicious but would not make them wired aka maybe not have as much sugar in it or minus the sugar but also taste amazing so that they won't they just won't have that crash and feel of a stomach ache after that sounds like candy or chocolate from
2: uh you know one of them uh, cannabis stores
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: also a great idea <laughs> yeah. what about you Addie? what's your
0: Oh, I don't know. I could not answer this question. <laughs> can't answer your own question. I, <laughs> I want to always go like super grand and say like every kid gets like some sort of like $50 gift certificate to a candy store and they can just buy and get whatever they want, not needing their parents' permission. Like that's the only time that they, parents not allowed, children only, and they go in and grab as much candy as they want. Oh man. I think that would be cool, but yeah. I don't know if that's practical, but maybe again, we're in pretend land. Pretend land. Yeah. Anything goes. Choose your own adventure.
1: All right. So one of my questions, which monster, and we talked about something like this last week as well with Goosebumps, which monster in the Monster Mash song would you be if you had to choose? So if you recall, and I may I don't think I missed any, but if I did, feel free to correct me. There was a vampire, a.k.a. Drac, ghouls or a ghoul, zombie, and then a werewolf or the wolfman, even though we talked about them last week, too. Oh, man, that's
0: a good one. I don't even know the answer of mine right now. (laughs) I'm staring at it. I don't know. I don't know. I'll go first. I find like a lot of I think it's so humorous how Dracula is always like trying to be Mr. Smooth, but it's really cheesy and like outdated Mm -hmm. and how like hopelessly romantic he is (laughs) so i'll go with vampire aka dracula Mm -hmm. nice Mm -hmm.
2: i was thinking the same i was uh going bouncing between that and
1: uh, the werewolf again wolfman Mm -hmm. i think i'm gonna go with wolfman get a little crazy get a little crazy i can't even decide i was kind of between the vampire and and the wolf wolf man again i don't want to be a zombie i know that and i don't think i want to be a ghoul
0: what's a ghoul by the way i think it's like a ghost right
1: isn't yeah. it like a ghost it's kind a of ghost goblin yeah yeah i feel like my ghoul would be like casper the friendly ghost yeah.
0: so I'd be- <laughs> so maybe i do want to be a ghoul yeah. hey, or you have Cam- the blue eyes already so <laughs> well, there you go i'm in i'm in i'm in oh yeah you know what i'll say ghoul a friendly ghoul a friendly
1: ghoul all right, and I have another fun question. Would you rather be a monster mash or a mashed potato? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think this one's easy. A monster mash.
1: I was thinking.
2: <sighs> I like carbs.
1: So <laughs> love to be a mashed potato.
0: <laughs> I was thinking mashed potato too because you can like have your mashed potatoes any way you want. <laughs> <laughs> I go with mashed potato.
2: <laughs> I'll stick with monster mash. I like the dance.
0: <laughs> do the Frankenstein dance over there. Just getting like Im- imagery in my head. <laughs> a mashed potato yeah, like a mashed potato <laughs> dancing <laughs> like the monster mash. Oh yeah, yeah like <laughs> little feet like the potato <laughs> head. <laughs> Mister potato head. <laughs> Oh, my God. Something similar to, like, the raisins, but uh, mashed potato dancing, (laughs) saxophones, and keyboards. (laughs) All right. So this episode concludes our Halloween theme. November kicks off the holiday season. So the next theme is Family ties. theme songs from family shows. Anybody want to give any hints of what their song is? And full disclosure, we don't even know. I actually am like tied between two songs and I don't know which one to go with, Mm -hmm. but it's down to two. The only hint I'll give is they're both in the 90s.
1: Mine's tough too. And I am between a couple. I don't even know what I'm going to choose yet, but I think the one I'm leaning more towards is a little unassuming and it's more about coming together for, for the holidays, but not necessarily with blood relatives. Oh, that's a good hint.
2: I have no idea what I'm going to do yet, so I have zero hints. There's too many <laughs> families to, sh- to choose from.
0: <laughs> There's a lot. There's a lot to choose from. So November is going to be a fun and interesting uh, theme for us. Mm-hmm. It was fun at the Monster Bash. Let's do it again next week. Absolutely. Yeah. Head over to CatchyPodcast.com and subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast app and Follow us on Insta to stay in touch for the in-between episode fun. The IG handle is at Catchy Podcast. We are signing off. Little bubble. Bum. What are you going to. Well, 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 well. oh, <laughs> I almost spit out, I spit out my water. spit out my water. Oh, oh I'm my god. <laughs> <laughs> I am so tongue tied today. <laughs>